Welcome back to the Moody Creative Co. Podcast. I'm your host, Colin Moody, and today's topic is leadership and Monday Thursday. But first, I want to say thank you to everyone who supported the company so far. If you haven't got a chance, go check us out on the web at moodycreative.co. That's M-U-R-D-Y creative.co. Or you can check us out on Facebook and Instagram by searching at moodycreative.co to see the best of our product shots. Follow us, keep up to date with our daily photos, and be the first one to know about new product launches. You can also uh, subscribe to us in the bottom of our website to be included in all of our new product announcements. Be sure to check out our laser engraving, personalization options, and exclusive colors on the website, or you can get a blank one on Amazon Prime. So today, Monday Thursday, is an important point in the Christian faith, and it's also an important point in the Jewish faith, which Passover is coming. And today is Monday Thursday, tomorrow is Good Friday, which is when Jesus died, and Sunday is obviously Easter Sunday, when Jesus rose. Now, there's a lot of lessons that obviously are held in the life of Jesus. In fact, there's an enormous number of lessons. But one of the lessons that comes from Monday Thursday is actually my favorite, and I think it applies best in some ways to the leadership that we all must, at times, commit to. So, to fully get the story, though, you need to understand a little bit of context surrounding this. For the Christian faith, Monday Thursday is the institution of the Lord's Supper. This is during Passover. This is the Passover meal. Remember, Jesus was a Jew. And all of his disciples were Jews. And so they were committed to doing the Passover meal. Jesus at this time already knew who was going to betray him. He already knew what was going to happen. So he does this meal with his disciples. And then after that, they go to the Garden of Gethsemane. Jesus prays for this cup to be taken from him. And then Good Friday happens. He's crucified in a brutal way. And he dies. Three days later on Sunday, he rises. And it is one of the greatest things in all of history. But today we're going to focus on specifically a passage about what happened before the supper. This comes from John 13, 1 through 17. Now before the feast of the Passover, when Jesus knew that his hour had come to depart out of this world to the Father, having loved his own who were in the world, he loved them to the end. During supper, when the devil had already put into the heart of Judas Iscariot, Simon's son, to betray him, Jesus, knowing that the Father had given all things into his hands, and that he had come from God and was going back to God, rose from supper. He laid aside his outer garments, taking a towel, tied it around his waist. He then poured water into a basin and began to wash the disciples' feet and wipe them with the towel that was wrapped around him. He came to Simon Peter, who said to him, Lord, do you wash my feet? Jesus answered him, What I am doing... You do not understand now, but afterward you will understand. Peter said to him, You shall never wash my feet. Jesus answered him, If I do not wash you, you have no share with me. Simon Peter said to him, Lord, not only my feet then, but also my hands and my head. Jesus said to him, The one who has bathed does not need to wash, except for his feet, but is completely clean, and you are clean, but not every one of you. For he knew who would betray him, and that is why he said, Not all of you were clean. When he had washed their feet, He put on his outer garments and resumed his place and he said to them, Do you understand what I have done to you? You call me teacher and Lord, and you are right, for so I am. If I then, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you also ought to wash one another's feet. For I have given you an example, that you also should do just as I have done to you. Truly, truly, I say to you, a servant is not greater than his master, nor is a messenger greater than the one who sent him. If you know these things, blessed are you, and if you do them. So, to understand the context of what's happening here, you need to know a little bit more about this tradition. 
in the Middle East, there's a lot of dirt and dust in the road. Many people wore sandals. It's pretty much the going footwear. So their feet would become very dirty as they lived and as they worked. Now, washing was an important part of Passover, being clean. And it's all part of, it's a very important part of almost every Jewish ritual is, is washing. And the role of the servant, the lowest of the low, would be to wash the people's feet when they came to the table to ensure that they were clean for the Passover. In this situation, Jesus, who is the King of Kings, Lord of Lords, and is the top of the food chain in this context especially, stooping down, putting on the robes of a servant, the towel, and then washing the feet of his disciples. It was something completely unheard of. And it was a new type of leadership, and it's a great example that he sets. Now, the rest of the story is deeply impactful, and it's meaningful for us as well in, in the effect that you see the crucifixion of the innocent. But in this particular context, the thing I think we should focus on is that even though Jesus was in charge, he was the boss by every context, he, he stooped down, humbled himself to wash his disciples' feet. Now, there's another book out there called Leaders Eat Last, and it's a good book along these same lines, and it's talking about the idea that leadership, true leadership, isn't considering yourself better than others. It's not considering yourself at the top of the food chain and, you know, everyone must bow down to you. It's a concept of a servant leader, a servant heart, saying, I, as the person in charge, am here to serve you, my employees, to help you. And because of that, it is my job, my role, to do what I can to assist you in your daily work, in your personal development, in your emotional stability, any way that you can. It's kind of a different attitude on leadership than we normally think of. In fact, it's a very different attitude on leadership than we normally think of. And it's not commonly practiced, I think, but if you can think back to those who do practice it in your life that you've seen, it is a very powerful and very important element of leadership. Now, this idea that the leader is not above the work, is not above doing anything, is instead critical of the part, you know, critical to do the thing that needs to be done, is willing to step in and lead by doing, that's really meaningful. Now, I've tried to do that as much as I can in my workshop. And I have failed from time to time for sure. But I can say that in the times that we have had difficulty, especially at the workshop, being there, being part of it, helping, assembling books, running engravers, those are all things that have been deeply meaningful to me as a leader, beyond obviously the help that they have provided to the team. And with this whole Dale Carnegie thing that's been going on and, and learning a little bit more about interpersonal communication and things along those lines, I realize that it's so important because if you don't do it, if you don't have that servant leadership heart, it's almost impossible to get people to listen to you. It's almost impossible to get people to, to follow you, willingly at least. And that's what you want. You want people to be motivated to follow you and to do what you need them to do because they, in some cases... Because they love you, because they care about you, and they care about the work that's being done, and they want the best. And there's this kind of line, you know, you know, before they care about what you know, they, they need to know that you care, or something along those lines. It's normally cleverer than I just said it, but 
this is an area where, you know, Jesus sets the example, saying that he is not above this role. And I think it is important for us as leaders to say we are not above any role in our organization. I think it's easier when you're a small business owner to do that. I think it's easier to think that way. Because I remember being the one making everything. I remember sitting there on Saturday nights, boxing up orders for Amazon. I remember running engravers, running the press operations, assembling. I've done all of the things that were needed for the company because I essentially came up with all of them. And so having done that, I think it is easier to, to lead in that regard of, of that, saying that it's like, I know what it's like. And I think organizations that have their management team go through assembly or line work or whatever the, you know, the most basic element of the work that their company does and then goes into leadership, I think most of them have found great success doing that. Because if you know what's being gone through, if you put yourself in their shoes, it's much easier to understand the problems that they bring to you. Now, it is a difficult time, and I think many of this moment in the Christian faith, this Monday, Thursday, Good Friday, and Easter Sunday, it's a time to reflect on our sins. It's a time to reflect on our failures and the great sacrifice that Christ did dying for us and for our sins. And I actually think that it is something that is a good thing to do regularly, to reflect on our failures, because everyone has fallen short of the glory of God. And so because of everyone's sin, because of everyone's failure, we need to understand that we as leaders will fail too. We will not live up to the high ideals that we set, and our employees will not live up to the high ideals we set for them. And so grace and mercy need to flow. We need to have an attitude of forgiveness and an attitude of understanding. That can be hard. It can be very hard, especially when things are difficult. But we need to have that forgiveness. We need to have that servant leadership. We need to be able to say, I am not better than you, and I have failed too. Because if we can go into every instance and every situation with that attitude, we will be better leaders. So I commend you for all of the, the sacrifices that many of you have made. And I think that this is a good time to sit for a little while and quietly think about ways in your life that you can be a better servant leader, that you can be the first person in and the last person out. I'm doing the same. All right, folks, thanks for tuning in today. Be sure to check back in next Tuesday for our next topic. And don't forget to check that subscribe button as well as the notification bell to be notified of the latest podcast right away. If you have any questions or concerns about your leather binder, journal, folio, or anything else we sell, please feel free to contact us on the main page of MurdyCreative.co. You can also contact us via Instagram and Facebook. You can text, email, call, direct message, all the usuals. We'll do our best to get back to you as soon as possible, but we do appreciate your patience. If you have a quick question or you want to place an order over the phone, please feel free to call us at 414-434-9001 or available Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. to 4 p.m. Central Time. Uh, you can also text us at that number as well, 414-434-9001. If you do leave us a voicemail either during hours or after hours, please include your order number. It starts with an S and then is followed by a bunch of numbers if you're talking about an order specifically. It always helps us kind of triangulate the order and figure out exactly what the problem might be. If you think we deserve it, a good review can go a long way to help us grow our new community. 
both a review on podcasts, whatever app you're listening on, as well as a review on the product itself. If you go to murdycreative.co slash reviews, you can read all of our amazing five-star reviews there. There's a button that says leave a good review. If you click on that, it'll take you to facebook.com slash murdycreative.co slash reviews. There's a question there. Do you recommend the Murdy Creative Company? You click yes, and then you can write your review. We love them. We read them. I read them out loud to the team often. Really encourages us. If for whatever reason you'd leave us a bad review, there's another button that says get directly in contact with us. It is deeply important to me personally that everyone has a good experience with the company. We will do anything in our power, including up to recrafting, refunding. We will take care of you. We'll do what it needs to make it right, but please give us an opportunity to do so before you leave us a bad review. Word of mouth is the best form of advertising. Always has been, always will be. So please tell your friends about the company. If you want to get a little something for doing that, be sure to log into the website, create a profile, and then you go into the bottom left-hand corner of the website. There's a little button there. When you click on that, it opens up the rewards tab. Any purchase you make gets you 10% back as in-store credit using our points, creative points system, or creative coins system, I should say. There's a shareable link there as well. That shareable link, when you share that with your friends and family, they get $10 off their first purchase, and you get $10 of in-store credit when they make that purchase. So it's a great way to share the company and it helps us. If you have any podcast topics you want to hear more about, send them my way. I am always looking for new things to talk about. And if you guys have any questions or concerns about things, I would love to share. So feel free to reach out either via email, sales, S-A-L-E-S, at murdycreative.co, or you can send us a comment, or you can comment below if you're on YouTube. If you're looking for multiple gifts, um, you know, binders, folios, journals, anything for your gifts, giveaways, menus, really any reason, we do have bulk discounts available. They are built directly into the site. So all you need to do is add whatever you would like to your cart. You can mix and match to your heart's desire. The bulk discount is only based off the total cart quantity. So once you've added everything to your cart, you can click checkout. The automatic bulk discount should apply, and then you can check out from there. If you have any questions or you're a little curious about what the numbers are specifically for the different quantity discounts, feel free to send us an email, sales at murdycreative.co, and we'd be happy to walk you through it. We do have our personalizer built into almost every product on the website. So you can go on to almost every product that we have, click on the customize this item, and then you can get your logo, your additional engraving, fancy text. The sky is really the limit in many ways for the engraving. So you can add your own custom engraving to it. There is no minimum order quantity and no setup fee. It's a simple flat fee of normally about $15 per item. It can depend a little bit on the complexity and size of the engraving. If for whatever reason the item that you want to buy is not available in the customizer, please feel free to send us an email at sales at murdycreative.co, sales at murdycreative.co. And we'd be happy to help create a mock-up for you as well as a custom order link. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Have a great day and goodbye.